You are now listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Tarity Podcast. Welcome to Ride With Me, episode 61. Today is July 24, 2021, and today's guest is another one of my TikTok friends, Ibby. I said that right? Yeah, you did. Okay. Surprisingly. <laughs> I was trying to find you on Facebook because I know I added you on Facebook. I don't normally don't add TikTok people on Facebook, but lately the normal uh, individuals that I talk to on a regular basis, you being one of them, and yeah. I, I'm like, okay, you know what? You want a podcast? I just got to add you on Facebook because I don't have iPhone. I can't um, FaceTime. So this is how I do it. I do it through Facebook. And I've, uh-huh. It works, I mean. And I've noticed it through Facebook. The audio sounds as clear that it could be, so I don't want to chance it with anything else. Um, it's totally okay. So, what time is it where you're at right now? So, right now in England, it is 3.57 p.m. 3.57 <laughs> p.m. It's a trip. Um, I met I met Ibby through also, like I said, TikTok one day. I, everybody that knows me already knows that I have a, ha- a habit of waking up at 4 in the morning, 3 in the morning, doesn't matter what day of the, of the week. I can be on the weekends and, and I'm up because my body's so used to waking up early in the mornings. So I happened mm-hmm. to come on a live, watching the live. And what caught my attention was how you how you um, welcome people in. Your your voice sounds like a Disney character. Hello, welcome. Like, so oh. sweet. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm listening to you talk and, and you're talking and you're talking about your dog and your, and your daughter and your husband and... And then you say you're in England, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And wait obviously, a minute. <laughs> obviously, so they can't hear. And uh, for you, those of you that don't use TikTok on the live, they can't hear you, but you can type up. It's like a chat, so she can chat back yeah. by reading your messages. So I'm like, hey, where's your accent? <laughs> yeah, I remember. And uh, yeah. that was my, that was our first interaction with, with that was my first interaction with Ibi was like, hey, where's your accent? Like, how can you be from yeah. England and talk like me? I think that's what I said, right? <laughs> yeah, I talk like me. It, I get that a lot because obviously I'll show up on like British uh, TikTok a lot because obviously I'm over here and people will be like, wait a minute, where are you? I see the sun. And then I have to go into the whole spiel every time. But it's actually kind of funny to well, bring people out. Let's go with that spiel again. Where are you yeah. originally from? Because I like, I like your. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. I'll let you explain it. But I like on your bio uh-huh. it says, "In, uh, in with a flag, girl or blood, yes, living in yes. here, but living over here, or, 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 or grew up here, but living over here." So explain that one. The, the flags yes. are the Mexican flag, the U.S. flag, and the and the uh, England England flag, the, the UK British flag, flag, British yeah. flag. Okay, explain yeah. that one. I like that one. So. So I just put like just an American woman with Mexican blood running through her veins living in the UK or England. Yeah. Like <laughs> so you're originally from Chicago, I believe you said? Yeah. So I was, I'm actually from Chicago. Um, I was born and I lived there for about two years. And then we moved um, to like a city suburb, like within the Chicagoland area. And I stayed there until I left, until I got married and I left and we moved to Alaska. My husband and I are both in the same town, um, and we left to Alaska. We moved around ever since then, and now we're here in England. You are you travel? You guys travel a lot because I failed to mention so far. Your husband is in the military. Yes, he is in the Air Force. So we we moved, and that's how we ended up here in England because he had military orders to come here. How is it? I mean, okay, I'm probably going to judge a little. 
or not judge. No worries. I see videos on, on Facebook or TikTok or uh-huh. YouTube or wherever I see videos. It, in, in fact, there's one that, that, that I caught my attention the other day. There's this little girl. And how old is your daughter, by the way? My daughter will be 10. Okay, so this, this little girl in the video is a lot younger. She's got to be maybe five. And she's holding, okay. and she's holding up to her sign that says, Welcome home, Daddy. And, um, oh. and she's in tears the entire time. And her dad is doing the routine walk up in the line form and everything. Uh-huh. So she's right there waiting for her dad. And and but and crying like she crying and crying and mm-hmm. when he finally is released you know he's released I mean he's finally ready to go and get out of formation that's what it is out of formation yeah. he goes and picks up his daughter and she is crying and crying and crying uh. it's like oh sometimes I'm like not that's it's- just my point of view is like a military yeah, how do kids do do that like i mean i i my mentality is like military i'm not saying they shouldn't have a family but it, it, you should decide to maybe it's start hard. a family after you i don't that just it just like because videos like yeah. that hurt my like they hurt me and oh, everybody yeah. everybody that knows me knows how much i'm a sucker for kids how much i love yeah. kids even though i can be like oh get away from me kid um no it's it's a false i i i love kids and videos like that hurt me. Oh, I totally get it. How has your I, daughter I, ever experienced that? Oh yeah, I mean, my daughter. I think when my husband first deployed, um, it was our long deployment, so he was away from us for about eight months. Uh, my daughter wasn't even two yet. Uh, we were in Alaska, and I didn't have to work. My daughter was a baby, so we moved back to Chicago to be with family because I didn't know how to react to all of it. And it was a long trip. So we packed up our stuff, we took our dogs, and we went to Chicago. He went to Afghanistan. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, kids are very resilient. I hate to say that, you know, but, like, I can say that firsthand because of, one, my daughter, and, two, I'm a teacher. And at the preschool that I used to teach at, I had a lot of military kids. And, like, you just got to, I don't know, me, myself, when a child is acting up like a military child, you don't know what's happening at home. So those kids that are harder to love are the ones that I love harder. Because so, you like, understand kind of, from their point of yes, view. Yes, yes, I do. Because, like, my daughter, even to this day, my husband just came back from, I think, like, a two-month trip, which is nothing to us. We're so used to it. He's on a, a minimum of six months out of the year. It could be, like, weeks at a time, months at a time. But, I mean, like, it's hard for them, you know? Like, they need to cry it out. She took a mental health day, and I totally approved it. I was like, let's lay in bed, watch movies together. You just kind of got to understand and live it you know it's I, hard believe me i can't watch them i love your photo your family photo on your facebook of uh-huh. you your daughter and a cardboard yeah. cutout of your husband yeah, <laughs> yeah. we were doing uh christmas pictures and my husband was already here in england and um my daughter and i stayed back in nebraska because we were i was finishing teaching my daughter needed to finish a little bit of school and we were getting our house ready to rent. And then we just split up for about six months. He came out here. We stayed over there. And I'm like, okay, well, we got to take Christmas pictures. So let's blow up a picture of your dad. And then we can send that out in our Christmas card. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty funny. That was hilarious. I, yeah. I was like, way to go. Like, I, To me, it's like, 
you're still including him. You know, you got it. I'm sure your daughter yeah, had a blast yeah. cutting him out and stuff. I thought that was. Oh, she did. I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, good for you, man. There you go. <laughs> he can't Thanks. be there. He can't be there, but he's there in spirit, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. But that was pretty yeah. cool. But question. How was your time uh-huh. in Alaska? Alaska? See, I was very young. I was very, I want to say, I'm going to say ignorant for sure. I didn't appreciate it. Um, I absolutely despised it while we were there. Oh, just man. Because, like, it was such a, it was such a culture shock in a way, even though it's the U.S. Um, but it was very beautiful in the summer. And if I could do it all over again, I would go back with a different mindset. The reason why I ask is because I've always wanted. Okay, I've never the farthest I've tra- the farthest I've traveled. I speak fast sometimes, and I have to catch myself. It's okay, so I do too. <laughs> farthest I've traveled is to El Paso, Texas, um, eight years ago, because my father. I'm sorry, my grandfather was was sick, and pretty much we went to say goodbye. Uh, yeah. I've drove it, I've driven to to Vegas once. We're talking ten years ago, so I've never mm-hmm. really traveled far, and I always said. That the first, if I, on a day, and when it's my turn to really travel and travel somewhere, my first place would be Alaska. And everybody's like, well, why Alaska? Why Alaska? But no, yes. But why? Why? Because I wanted to see where the bus is located from the movie uh, Into the Wild. There's a story, true story about a young man that grew up and in like rich, but unstable family his parents were always fighting okay. so he took off in his car he, he he abandoned his car he burned all his money and he wanted to be like free free oh. and he was gonna travel to alaska he was gonna travel they made a, the book is better than the movie obviously and okay so usually is <laughs> it ends spoiler alert it ends him finding a uh a bus in alaska of an abandoned bus and he ends up living okay. in that bus Oh. And he's he, he's studying everything. He he knows what berries to eat, what not to eat. So one day he accidentally ate the wrong berry, that okay. ended up killing him. Oh God! Now I don't want to go to Alaska because recently, because so many people have gotten hurt hiking to find this bus, they removed the bus. No. Yep. So I was pissed. Uh. I was pissed. I, was I would like, be very, very pissed. I was well. like, that was my only destination to travel. I'm like, forget the Cowboy Stadium, forget Mount Rushmore. I wanted to go see the bus. Oh no, I I would suggest to do it. Um, Alaska <laughs> has beauty that no, I, I, know, I honestly I know, have I never seen anywhere. I know that was my excuse. I, you know, like, I'm not going anymore. That's it. I'm not going. But <laughs> I would never drive. We drove there oh, in the sh- summer, but we drove. My husband had this crazy idea. He bought an Xterra. We Flew my daughter back to Chicago, and he's like, "Let's take an adventure. Let's drive this Xterra in the the winter." <laughs> we drove next to a blizzard the entire no. way through Canada. Almost died like twice. <laughs> we almost fell off a cliff. You're like twice. <laughs> yeah, twice. Not once, but twice. Um, and I told him I was like, "I can't believe you talked me into this." I'm like, "This is how you know that my love for you is for real because right? I am going through this dangerous <laughs> trip with you because you just wanted to do it." The, the day that we went to Texas, it, my wife and I were just dating, you know, we were just mm-hmm. dating and we were together for only like a year, maybe. And uh, yeah. I get the call that my grandpa's my grandfather's gonna about to pass away and to go say bye. And she don't even she doesn't even think twice. She already goes and rents the car like she goes and like, Aww. no, we're doing it. We're doing it. And she rents the car. 
So we take the ten because we lived in Oxnard back then, which is Ventura County, and we mm-hmm. take the ten that puts us here where her where her mom parents are at. We you know her mom gives us a blessing and be careful because we took off at night. And the thing is, is like oh. I said, we're leaving at night because I don't want to hit traffic. So yeah, and my kids were sleeping the entire time. The wife slept most of the time, and I'm getting notifications on Facebook and a high speed chase on on youtube and i'm here recording a podcast damn no <laughs> so we drive it i love high speed chases we drive at night <laughs> we drive at night they're sleeping most of the time so we get to like a, for a rest stop and then i do my thing because i'm i'm wired on these mountain dew energy drinks which i don't drink energy oh drinks, yeah but um i'm next rest stop then we get to a rest stop in in uh in new mexico and the first thing i see is an abandoned car with the doors open and it's just right there on the edge and oh, God, uh movie. Right, pretty thank you but i have that's to, when they start but i have to pee so i go oh. <laughs> i drive up to the rest stop i park i get off i run i pee i do my thing watch my hands room run back inside about maybe a few did months did you not have those cans no i no i don't you should have just got in the empty can no, Who I got cares? My, do you want to end kid. up in a horror movie uh, well luckily here we are right yes, <laughs> yes. so so we drive maybe like a month or two later. We're talking to friends about that uh, the drive to El Paso. How I did it the first time driving that far, fourteen hours, and only mm-hmm. stops were the rest stops. And then I I tell that story, and my wife's like, she turns around and like looks at me with disgust. Are you, are you serious? I'm like, what happened? You could have had us murdered because you had a pee. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Uh, if you were awake. You wouldn't have allowed me to use the restroom, and I had to use the restroom. So this is a win-win for me. We're all alive, and I got to use the restroom. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, I no, would be livid. Yeah, no, you. So that's the first time I put the family through some kind of scary scenario that probably would have got us all killed. <laughs> but yeah, no, our drive. I like I said, I try to do it to avoid traffic, and it was a yeah, smooth, I get it. There was a time where I did get worried because the the. The gas needle meter needle meter or needle was already getting kind of low, and I was like, "Shit, ah. no phone signal out here. Uh, I can't GPS a gasoline station. What the hell?" And I'm driving and driving and driving, and then all of a sudden a Chevron pops up because I'm OCD with Chevrons. It has to be Chevron. We okay. pull in, we we pull in, put gas, and there's millions of beetles walking all over the the gasoline station. So everywhere you step on. Because you're oh, killing them, no. you are killing them, and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was that was our only uh, storm was a beetle storm. <laughs> oh gosh, I no. Yeah, burn it. Yeah, it was pretty ugly, uh, but we made it. We made it to El Paso, and uh, it was a it was a fun experience for me driving nonstop. On our way back, we hit um, we hit uh, the the, Mex- the New Mexico Texas border. And they're like, mm-hmm. you have papers? I'm, I do, but she doesn't. And my wife, <laughs> she's like, are you serious? And he's like, you can go, sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. When she answered in perfect English, she's like, no, you can go. <laughs> you can go. Oh, my God. You, I swear, you guys have, like, the same humor that we do as well. Uh, really quickly, it's a little off topic. Um, no, that's what we're here. My husband and I, um, it was my dog's birthday, and I was like, drop me off at the store. I'm going to go get candles so we can sing happy birthday. And then I opened the back door and I'm like, don't go. I'm grabbing my purse. Well, he didn't hear me. 
and runs over my foot with my car. Ouch. And he stops my car on my foot and I'm looking at him. I'm like, what do you think your problem is? I'm like, back up. You're on my foot. <laughs> well, he rolled off and I look at him and I was like, take me home. My foot hurts. I'm going to yell at you. I'm going to punch you. I'm going to do something. Take me away from here. <laughs> we go to the hospital because my foot is in so much pain. And then I'm high on medicine at this point, on medication for the pain. And I just like to joke around. And everyone comes over to me and is like, oh, what happened? I'm like, oh, I didn't make dinner fast enough. So he ran over my foot. <laughs> and then my husband looks at me. And he's like, you don't say that. You don't. I'm like, obviously, it's a joke. You forced me to come here. And I was like, no. I'm like, he's just honestly stupid and didn't know my foot was there. I, I know I've said this but, multiple times on the, on the podcast to my friends, but you're, you're new to hear this story. But when my wife and uh-huh. I first started talking, first you know she hated me in the beginning when we first started talking <laughs> i had everyone convinced at our old job because we worked together so we met that she was abusive because oh every God. time she came in the room i would like every time we at the break room <gasps> i would you know so one day somebody had the courage to come up to her and say hey letty do you really beat andres she's like <laughs> no who's saying that like well andres is saying that you hit him so oh one, God. so that same day, she walks into the break room and bam in the back of the head. That's oh, for telling people that I beat you. So now we're I'm gonna do it. I'm like, oh shit! I would have like done it. We're like, oh, I see cabron. Yeah, pretty much. So <laughs> even like when, like I said, when we were first talking, it's funny because when I first started working there, my brother, my brother worked there, and he was like, hey, dude, just letting you know. Working here is like high school all over again. Everybody gossips. Everybody just don't get into the gossip. Don't get into the cheesements, the rumors or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. So one day, my brother goes up to my wife. Before, Like I said, when we were first dating, him and his best friend, freaking Larry. I hate you, Larry. You won't come on the podcast. Um, I They went up to her and they're like, hey, um, what are your intentions with my brother? And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're just yeah. talking. You know, we're just talking. She's like, well, you know, he's he, he's he's gay, right? And she was like, she was like, what do you, what do you mean he's gay? He's got two kids. And their response was, so does Rick and Martin. So true. So true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. So for a little bit, before we made it official, my wife was kind of convinced that I was gay. So the same, the same person that warned me about gossip and rumors was the one spreading them. That is hysterical. <laughs> one more, one more, <laughs> one more. So when I started this this weight loss journey, right, mm-hmm. my father-in-law came over and he was like, he can see the difference from like a, a week apart. And he's like, wow, oh, wow, you got no mas. Like you're losing weight. I'm like, pues saca tu hija. Your daughter doesn't feed me. Oh, he, no. So, so that same day, we, him and I take off. We went to my sister-in-law slash brother-in-law's house, you know, Concunio. Uh-huh. And uh, the police officer, Officer Ricky, we went to their house, and the same thing. My sister-in-law comes up, and you know, they, everyone's very huggy. So they, she hugged me, and she passed my stomach. She goes, "Look at you, you've lost so much weight." And then my father-in-law was, pues, "Porque Leti no le da de comer." Because oh my god! <laughs> so before we even get home, my sister-in-law calls my wife, "Hey, are you not feeding Andy? What the hell? He lost so much weight." Oh my god! So I get home and I get the shitty end of the stick. But hey, oh. like yesterday, like yesterday we were at the beach and I my 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 wife's cousin, well my cousin now says something, and I'm like, hey hey hey, I'm married. Your cousin's sitting right there, and she looked at me like, 
huh? She's never heard that joke before. And my my, oh my wife's God. like, don't listen to him. Don't don't listen to him. Because I do that to my sister. I do that to my sister in law all the time. My my sister in law with uh, married oh to Officer Ricky. I do the same thing all the time. Uh-huh. She hugs me, or whatever. And my Betty, I'm married, dude. Your sister's right here. Like, <laughs> so they know my oh stupid my jokes by now. They know my stupidity by yeah. now. They don't fall for it. But That's but her good. cousin was the first time hearing this joke that she was like confused as you know and Poor girl. <laughs> my wife's like don't listen to him don't listen to him oh, so yeah no i we can Poor girl. we can get along like that i mean i she understands me now like my jokes are you know she knows i don't mean them she knows that i'm messing around and she's managed to put up with my shit for nine years so i mean we're still here but we need that good balance. We need that little yin and yang. Exactly. Makes life fun and it, it, all it, that good stuff. Exactly. Because the other day I was telling myself, it's like, you ever seen the movie Mi Familia? No. Okay. Mi Familia is about, it's like Jennifer Lopez's like first movie. And you have like a bunch okay. of actors in there that I recognize from other movies. And one of the characters, obviously the, the main, the main story is these, these two people have kids and kids and kids and they come from Mexico and all that good stuff and make a living out here and blah, 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 blah. One of them becomes like this lawyer. He's a lawyer. And now his girlfriend's like this upper class white girl and white parents. And so he brings them to meet the family for the first time. And he's kind of embarrassed of his family because they still have that that Mexican mentality and the chunti mentality, which is not, not racist. It's just, you know, that right. mentality. So he's butter kinda, is not butter. So it's like, you know, don't act like that around, you know, like pretty much be different people when my girlfriends are here. When my girlfriend's here and yeah. be someone else. So I I, I kind of asked, I asked my wife, does it make me feel bad? Is, does it make me a bad person for feeling that way? Because I made it, I was, I was, uh, they, someone made a comment one day and said, oh, you, you talk like you're white. Like, because my wife has helped me become a more proper speaking and she's helped me more with the way to think on things. And it's like. How to, like the boys, they check me on my grammar. Mm-hmm. So by them checking me on my grammar, I feel like my grammar is getting a little better. The podcast has helped me. Correct. Yeah, yeah, my podcast is, has has helped me kind of catch what sounds wrong. And you know, like earlier, mm-hmm. I kind of checked myself and I said it again. Uh, yeah, I got to cut back and slow down a little bit. And so she, they've helped me. They've she's helped me a lot. So I don't like. I just feel more educated than some members of the fam of my my family yeah no and i told my wife does it make me feel bad does it make me a bad person that i feel like him that i feel like that guy that mm-hmm. you know he's upper class now and 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 he is not a, not ashamed of his family but i mean i mean kinda, relatable in a way kinda i guess like i uh, kind of like uh like my cousin my wife's cousin asked me yesterday it's like do you hang out with your family and i i really don't i really don't mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I, I, I choose not to. I rather not. My brother comes over. My brother's been coming over a lot lately. And uh, and he was like, he was telling my wife, well, I think I went to bed or something. He was telling my wife, well, I don't come by as often because I don't want to be a burden. And my wife's like, no. Yeah. Andy actually likes the fact that you've been coming around more often. It's like, he, you know, whether he says it or not, he misses his brothers, you know. And, and he was like, oh, all right, cool. And then when he was leaving, I told him the same thing. Hey, man, don't ever feel like you're a burden coming over here. You don't have to leave today just because we're going to the beach. You can you can come with us to the beach, and mm-hmm. uh, you know it's all it's all good, man. And he's like, no, it's all right because you're gonna go hang out with your family. And that's when 
you know, meaning, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I like get I, it. Like I told the wife, does it make me feel bad? Does it make me a bad person that I feel like that guy sometimes? Like, I don't know. No, I, I think know. we all have our, our our own little demons on the inside like that. No, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just like I rather not. Like, like I said, my my the wife's cousin asked that question yesterday, and said, like, "Do you feel that you are, you like, do you go hang out with your family?" And I, I, I honestly, I rather not, you know, because here, like, yeah, you, know, you see the difference in in the way a family should be and and act together and family. Like, it took me a long time. Trust me, it took me a long time. My wife decided to start going on bike rides with me because she said, "I noticed that the last few months of us getting together, you're not fighting it." You just accept it. Mm-hmm. You don't, because it's like to me. I grew up totally different. Like I was saying, like the difference, the difference in dynamics, yeah. and it's like yeah. you know, I I haven't fought. I, she's right. I, mean, I caught myself. I'm like, no, I wanted. Okay, yeah, I did. Oh, I did go to there. I didn't say anything. I did go there. I didn't say anything. I did go there. Okay, cool. So now she's like, okay, you have been. You don't fight me on going on family events. So I'm gonna do something you like, and I see that you really enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. I see that you really enjoy your bike ride, so I'm gonna. And she did. She she That's did. Awesome. I, I she went on. She's been on two of them with me, and we did nine miles. And I'm like, okay, nine miles today, twenty tomorrow. And she goes, what? She uh, oh, kudos to her, man. I tried bike riding with my husband in Alaska. I had a bike. I pictured rainbows and like butterflies as we romantically giggle and talk. No, I'm over here dying after him. Yep. We're trying to escape deer. Or a moose, I mean. <laughs> we got back from that bike ride and I sold it. I'm like, never again am I doing this. <laughs> she uh, Kudos to her. I did have to get her a different seat. And uh, I did have to. Well, I learned a lot about bike riding because of Paul. I would. Okay. I'm, I, am, I am man enough to admit that in 39 years, I didn't know how important all those gears were. Every single one of those gears has a meaning I know that now. Yeah. <laughs> so, Paul's like, the first time that I rode with Paul, he didn't say anything. He just wanted to see. I don't know if you saw that, that video I posted where I'm like, he's like, Paul's saying, he's dying. And I'm like, shaking my head, yes. Okay. I think I did. After that video, after that day, he started telling me, look, man, you got to ride your gears and this gear and you got to play with this. And you don't, you know, you don't force yourself the entire time. You are forcing yourself the entire way. And this is why and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at him like in shock. Is that what these little things mean? <laughs> I mean, I would, I was the same way. We so have, we learn and we, we go. So the first bike ride with the wife, I told her, we'll, we'll just do three miles, babe. You know, one and a half there or three there and three back six. Or we'll do one and a half there and one and a half back three. You know, that day mm-hmm. she managed to pull nine miles on the very first day because she didn't. Yeah. Because now that I learned how to ride the bike, I'm teaching her how to ride her bike. The only thing that the only thing is that for some reason her seat is slanted forward, so all the weight mm-hmm. is going to her wrist. And she's like, "Can you please fix that before the next bike ride?" So I'll probably after this podcast, I'll probably go and and play with her bike. But, but yeah, she managed to do. Uh, she managed to That's do good. twenty. I mean, I'm sorry, nine miles, and 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 it's like I, I like to like you said, it's not butterflies and rainbows because I took a screenshot. I took a I like a picture Far of from me. It. But you can see her riding in the distance. And she's like, <laughs> I hate that picture. I'm sorry. It wasn't supposed to be pretty. Aww. It wasn't supposed to be pretty. It's, you're not gonna not, be you're never. not gonna be sweating freaking uh, uh Kool-Aid. You're gonna be sweating sweat and it's not gonna look good. And uh you're not gonna glitter. Gonna yeah, glitter. It's, there we go. That's a better example. You're not gonna <laughs> glitter, babe. You're gonna 
But yes, we have managed to put up with each other's shit for almost nine years, and we're two different, come from two different worlds, and and I think what helped us was counseling before we got married to get to know mm-hmm. the difference between triggers. And she and they told her a long time ago, you have to have a lot of patience with this man because this man has a lot of triggers. Okay. And she's managed to, like I said, she's managed to put up with my shit. And I think mainly she does it because she loves my boys more. So I'm thinking, Aww. okay, well, she loves, you know, I'm, I, if I want to not lose these boys, then I'm going to have to put up with his shit. I think that's the real truth. I'm going to question that one next time I see her. Yeah, maybe maybe the boys do come first, which is not a bad problem. Uh, but bless her, man. And you know what's, <laughs> you know what's it's a trip is that, that I just recently had a conversation with someone because of the mother of my kids just started acting up again. And and I like I told him, like I told this individual, I'm like, did did she want me to find a stepmom that was gonna hurt the kids? Did she want me to find oh, a no. stepmom that wasn't gonna love the kids? What did she expect no, me to do? Or did she expect me to never ever get married again? You know? Yeah, so right. yeah, no, I mean she hates the fact that my that, that she loves my kids and that my kids put her first. Oh well, sorry, so sorry. No, so what is it called? Sorry, not sorry? Yes. I mean, that's the only thing you could ever ask for, yeah. you know, is for someone to, that you love to love your child as much as you do, you know? So, exactly. And it with me was like always finding out, finding that, okay, this isn't going to work out. There's actually, there's an, I've said it before, there's an ex-girlfriend that never even met my kids. Nothing against her. It's just the times, no, weren't, yeah. the times weren't there. I'm, I'm only dating you for a month or two. Then she had to leave. So she never got the opportunity to meet my kids. The only way she met my yeah. kids was through Facebook. And she saw, literally saw my kids grow up through there. The reason, yeah, no, I completely get it. The reason why I'm getting into this nine years relationship, she's put up with my shit, is because statistics. Did I say that right? Statistics. Statistics. I, I think I can't pronounce the words right. Statistics. Surveys say. There we go. Surveys say that 54 percent of 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 individuals marrying each other from high school sweethearts don't last. And you are. Sure, we did read that. You are the one. Uh, What's it called? Attestant? Attestment? Or a set? No. I see. I can't. I don't have words. I'm not that educated. I need my kids here. You are proof that uh, the fifty. What? It the could other, happen. That it could happen. There we go. Well, dummy it down for <laughs> me. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm part of the fifty-six percent. You've managed to. You married your husband. You guys were high school sweethearts, yes. and you guys have been together yes. for what? Seventeen years now. 17 years total yeah so that's the one like i said my wife when she hears that when she hears something about high school sweethearts and not that she's being negative but because she's going based on yeah, the, no. on the surveys mm-hmm. she's like that's not yeah. gonna, that, that that's that never lasts that never lasts and it's it, like i yeah i would i would believe the same and how how much of of of, of your shit has he has he put up with i mean how much shit have you put up i mean oh my god <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, I honestly, Cause, honestly cause real like, quick, it's been 50-50. Because real quick, because to starters, he married a Latina. And he, I mean, he's Latino as well. And he has very strong Latina women in his family. And the women in my family were like, <laughs> you know, so I mean, bless his heart. <laughs> how did you guys, how have you managed to be, you know, to, to manage 17 um, years? I know you said you were, you were together for five and then got married, right? Yeah, so we met when we were in high school. I even actually switched high schools. I was attending an all-girls school, um, and then I met him. And I don't know, there was just something about him that I liked. And you know, like things happened. We started dating, and I switched schools. And um, 
you know, we, we had that very like toxic high school relationship, you know, the lies and the, the, the meanness and things like that. But like, we just always kind of came back to each other. Like it was just not even an option. Um, but, You're like, mine also... and that's it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I feel that like it, it's work. We, um, right before we got married, we both, you know, like we broke up for a few months. Um, and we both jumped into these relationships that honestly, like I, I regret, I really hurt the person that I was with prior to my husband. And I think that's what's made me a better person. Um, if I can go back in time, I would, I would go back or I could even apologize to the person that I hurt. Um, and when we realized that, you know, like this is not it, we, this is the person that I want to be with. And I feel that like, even though something happens, we always go back to the right person and that's exactly what happened with him. And then we were just like, you know what, that's it. Let's just get married. And we kind of like elope. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, to me, sometimes it's like based on how, you know, my first real relationship, first real relationship mm-hmm. was horrible. It was a horrible experience that my wife feels sometimes that I still, Hey, there's your dog. It's <laughs> Apollo. <laughs> Apollo out of the way, dude. We're recording here. Hey, get okay, out. Cool. Here. I don't want to see his butt. I'm looking at his butt. Get him. <laughs> he, he sat on my phone. That's a, that's a beautiful dog, by the way. I have two huskies myself. Aww. Thank you. Uh, yeah, he he was unplanned, but we love him. <laughs> you know what that sounds like, right? He was unplanned. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, we weren't going to get another dog is the thing. We had lost our dog prior, and we weren't going to get another one. And uh, he just came along. That's funny. Just like It was unplanned. Wait a minute. What? What are you <laughs> Yes. You didn't birth the dog. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, yeah, like I said, my first real relationship was, was a mess, it was horrible. And sometimes my wife says, you know, she feels that that because if we didn't go to therapy, you know, she doesn't mm-hmm. see it from my point of view. So she sees that that this other individual pretty much destroyed me when it comes to love, you know? Yeah. And I mean I try, mm-hmm. I try. I just it's just sometimes it's like uh, you know, like I, I tried so hard in the past that not yeah. that my wife would ever cheat on me or anything like that, but it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I, I, I accidentally put up a, a wall, you know? Yeah, no, I get it. And, um, I'm sure that individual that you hurt probably has a wall now. I'm sure he did. And honestly, like, I feel like everything happens for a reason. And if it wasn't for that, like that was a learning experience and I'm no, I heard and he probably had the wall up. And the person that he was with probably does too. But we just kind of learned from our mistakes. And then getting into the relationship with my husband, um, it was rocky. It was hard at first. You know, we were two young children in adult bodies. Right. <laughs> Get, getting married. And then, like, my daughter came almost, like, two years after we got married. And having a child is, like, a completely new curve, you know? Moving and deployments. But, um... We sought, we seeked out counseling, oh, not necessarily yeah. because we thought we were on the end of our relationship. Like you maintain a car, you maintain a house because you don't want it to break. So we'll do that once in a while. Right. We'll listen to podcasts about relationships and we make sure that we listen to each other. And honestly, ever since we did that, our relationship has never, ever been better. We don't ever worry. He goes out when he's deployed and he's going out with his friends to the bars. And I'm like, just let me know when you're back home so I know that you're not lying in a ditch. 
and he'll encourage <laughs> me to go out. Yeah, no. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, just, I don't want you to be on the news. And I'm like, oh, there's a shoe. Yeah. You no, know, like, I, uh, and he encourages me. So do you, be- like, uh, I know some listeners, here we go. Do you believe that counseling works? I do. I do believe it. I do therapy for myself as well because a lot of mine was like, just like childhood things that, you know, like Hispanic households are saying. And like, in Hispanic households, exactly, um, at least from what I've come across, they don't believe in it. They think right? mental health, they think therapy is not, it's, it's taboo. Right? It's not a thing. But I knew that I wanted my marriage to be the happiest it could be. And it has been. Good. I mean, like, we honestly, he is my best friend. He really is. And I, I do say it's because of counseling and the books that we both read, the effort that we both have in it. I, I, like I said, I, to me, when I, cause what I've had, what happened to me, you know, it was, it was ugly. Obviously I've, I've told my stories in the podcast. I'm not going to get into them again, yeah. but I, I, you know, there, so when I see a, a friend on face on, on Facebook, just go through a bad breakup and then like two, three weeks later, a month later, out on a first date again, it's like, give yourself some time, give you, give you time. time. Like, yeah, you, need time. you don't need to be, you don't have to be. Okay, perfect example. Sorry if she listens to this podcast, but Jennifer Lopez, give yourself a freaking break. Is it bad that I'm kind of happy that she's with her? I, I Batman. I never liked I Alex. Batman. I Batman. <laughs> I Batman. ¿Sabes qué, Batman? No, <laughs> I've never liked Batman, but ¿sabes qué? You're making it look bad. I just... I, I, I'm kind of happy. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's fine. I mean, but how do you just leave a relationship and no, you're already on the it. next? Like, like even Children like involved. This, like even <clears throat> Taylor Swift. I mean, come on, like give yourself a <laughs> break. Like give yourself. Okay, why didn't this? Okay, because I was always told. Okay, they're they're the reads. Either you're single or I'm single. We're single for a reason. You know what I mean? What is not always the other person's fault? Is that your husband? It's my daughter. She's oh. like, walk away. <laughs> Hola, daughter. She can say hi. <laughs> oh, she left. <laughs> she left. Um, she left. She's like, well, bye. Like, I mean, to me, it's like, you know, give yourself a break. It's like, you know, yeah. I, I just, because I, I lived it. I, I see it. Like, I didn't date anyone until like maybe two years after I left the mother of my kids or maybe a year, a year and a half mm-hmm. after I left the mother of my kids. And don't, don't get, I mean, there was a, a, I, I had a roommate at one time and she tried and she tried and I wouldn't even mm-hmm. give her the time of day. And no, and I feel like that's the right way to do it. And because you, also, you and because also these red flags that, that my, you know, these guards that the mother of my kids gave me, you know, these mm-hmm. walls that I now put up I'm like, eh, we bump heads about this little tiny thing. It's not going to last. You know what I mean? So I don't even, yeah. I, like I said, I didn't even give her the time of day. And, um, I finally start dating and I, I'm seeing the, again, I, the episode on, on red flags. We talk about the red flags yeah. and I leave this individual. Then I hook up with somebody who's nothing like that. You know, yeah. you, you got to give yourself some time. And well, perfect example was when I got out of the relationship with my husband, when we were dating, um, I immediately jumped into this relationship with the guy that I hurt and it got really serious. Like ring was given and everything. Whoa. And, and that just shows you I wasn't ready. And then I was like, what am I doing? I'm literally trying to one up someone or what? Like it, it wasn't good. Right. 
like it, it wasn't good. Um, and I feel like, yeah, people need to give time. And once you fully have healed and get to know yourself again, I feel like that's when it's time. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Jennifer Lopez, give yourself some time to know who you are. Yeah. Like, there's got to be a re- there After so many boyfriends, there's got to be, yeah, what am I? You got to start thinking, what am I doing wrong? What is the, the problem that I'm, like, you know, at that point? You know, Taylor Swift, come on, girl. Give yourself <laughs> some time. Yeah. You know, give yourself some time, you know, or are you just doing it to, I feel bad for Tom, for Loki. I can't even think of Hiddleston, Hiddleston. You know, she made him wear a Taylor Swift shirt, man. The guy that plays Loki. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. Made, she made him wear a pink, I love Taylor Swift shirt. I was, that's yeah, weird. that's my Loki. You leave my Loki alone, Taylor. Leave him alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't corrupt my guy. The dog's back in there. <laughs> he's always with me. He never leaves me alone. We got a dog for my daughter, but he's my dog. Yeah, well, I got a cat for me, and then now it belongs to my son. So, because <laughs> <laughs> I always see these TikTok videos of the of the guy with the, and we're getting off topic now. But this guy with the three cats and his wife is like, "Hey, what about me?" It's like, ah, uh-uh. and they're all wearing matching outfits and stuff. <laughs> oh my god! And the cats are the beautiful thing is the cats are playing along with it, like. They're wearing the matching outfits and they're laying right there and they look at her and they kind of at her like, bye Felicia. (laughs) But you know, yeah, again, I, I, you know, I, from experience and you know, just give it some time. You know, give it some time. So how did how did so after you ended it with this guy? How did you and your husband kind of reconnect? Um. So we just started like messaging i don't even know how it happened i think he messaged me i don't even remember anymore it's been so long ago and then we were just talking to see how we were doing we apologized to each other and then we agreed to meet up we had dinner and we just talked and we kind of just realized he looked at me he's like you know this is it right like you know you and i are just it and i looked at him and i was like i i know so, and then we're like, let's just do it. Let's just get married. We got married a few months after and we've been here. But I mean, again, it's, it was hard. You know, we still had those toxic tendencies that we both wanted to work out. I mean, we were never abusive towards each other. I mean, I feel like if anything like that ever happens, get out immediately. Of right? course. But we were never abusive. We, um, we hurt each other a lot, but through our actions. Of course. Not meant, like emotionally being there. But Which I mean, are the like, ones that hurt really the most? something. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like just like if you want something bad enough and you know, make it known. Like we've gotten so good at talking before we just never spoke. We never understood each other. So what do we do? We, we seek help. I want this to last. I don't want it to break. So you maintain it just like you do with an air conditioner and a car. And, yeah. You know, like that's how I see it. Yeah. And I like with yeah. me, like with me and my wife, we do, we're not the perfect you know disney couple which that's what she wants she wants her you know i'm like i couldn't get my prince charming but i i work with you <laughs> and uh no she's i feel like she's molded me into the person that i need to be and uh mm-hmm. i thank her for that because i feel more you know i feel better about myself than being in that slump and you know and that i, yeah. that I used to be in where i mean at one point to almost you know kill myself you know it's like no it's like yeah no she she pull me out of that rut like the episode that she's on i believe like i titled it um broken home or she said you know she put a broken mm-hmm. home together again because my boys and i would be lost 
with without her. Yeah. And uh, like I told my son one day, everything happens for a reason. And and mm-hmm. you know, because they call her mom. Mom happened to be there at the right yeah. time. And like I said, now I, I've said it multiple times. Like she can stump her foot on the bed frame and go ow. I got the boys on me twenty. Like what did you do to mom? Right what did you do? Yeah, yeah. Or now it's like. Again, that relationship that we have, she knows I will never hit her. I mean, one day I lost my cool and I punched the garage door. You know, mm-hmm. one day I lost my cool and I kicked the sofa. The same day, you know, yeah. I was like, you know, I need my space. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yeah, no. and, uh, and you know, your person needs to know that, right? I just like, need, yeah, I just need to sit here. No matter how loud I got, no matter how aggressive I got, she wouldn't budge because she doesn't want, you know, the fight you know what i mean she doesn't want but mm-hmm. like she i just i noticed that day that i can turn green and like the hulk and that won't even mm-hmm. scare her i was like oh I, yeah i told her a couple of days later fuck no matter what i did you wouldn't get scared she goes no i'm not afraid of you i'm like, oh shit <laughs> so yes and and it's like mm-hmm. it was just it was just a toxic environment at the moment not because of us but because of this the you know surrounding the mother of my kids and my daughter and it's like yeah it it, it, it kind of got ugly here because my daughter wanted family pictures of of just her her real mom and me and it's like no you're it's kind of disrespectful for me for my wife that's what she was like it's disrespectful to me so I'm like eh, we weren't I wasn't seeing it from from a wife's point of view yeah. I, you know so it kind of caused a big ugly ugly mess and now that yeah, no. And now it's like I said, I just wanted my space. I wanted to sit here on the sofa by myself. Eventually, I'll go in the house, and nope, nothing I can do or say will scare her. So, and then again, my that's, boys. That's a, that's a good woman. No, yeah, of course, of course. And then, the, like I said, the boys freaking. Uh, I can, like I said, the, the, because of the, how we get along, we could be driving or we can be laying in bed or on a sofa or whatever, and she'll say something, and my response is like, if the boys weren't here, you know, like, you're messing around, if the yeah. boys weren't here. But my wife damn well knows I will not lay a hand on her. And uh, and the boys again were like, what, Dad? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to like, do? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. That's but, yeah, I mean. Good boys. No, of course, of course. They, we're raising them right I believe the right way and uh okay. yeah my wife is a very very good influence in the boys' lives and they, they like I said they love her to death and you know again to the point of that it's like like I told my son it's like everything happens for a reason and bumping into mm-hmm. mom around the time that we did was the perfect yeah. timing so you obviously realized that it wasn't meant to be with homeboy and you ended up you know it was meant to be for you to be with your husband yeah and yeah, 17 yeah, years later, I mean, wow, that's, that's a trip. Yeah, no, I mean, we have plans for like the next 10 years and so on where we see each other. And once you find that right person, I feel that like they know how to motivate you. And like you said, mold you. I am the best version of myself that I have been in the last 10 years because of him. He's pushed me. He's brought me up. And I know that if I were to ask him, he would say the same about himself. Right. No, that's good. That's good. And then, um, how is your? I mean, I, I don't think we got a lot into your daughter. I don't know what you're willing to share about your daughter. How is she doing mm-hmm. with the military stuff? I know we get ta- we touched on it a little bit on the little girl's video, yes. but how is your daughter dealing with military? She honestly is so amazing. I don't know what I did in life. Um, I was a total terrible child. You're a Latina, of course you were. <laughs> I mean, I got sent to Mexico for a year. Wow. I was that bad 
and I got a daughter and now I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to pay for everything that I yeah. did to my parents. And no, she's the opposite. No, she is like the smartest, the sweetest, the most kind hearted child ever. Um, she walked into school and was like, all right, I will see you guys at the end of the day. Don't forget to pick me up. And she just walks in, tries it all. And she's a resilient military child. <laughs> wow. That's good. Well, good for you. Good for her. And again, like I said, yeah. I, I, I has to you guys for lasting 17 years. I I'm hoping on doing the same thing with my wife. Yeah. And, uh, she, like I said, she brings out the best of me and, uh, I'm glad that, um, uh, you know, she's here. I'm glad that she's here. I mean, I, I really don't express my feelings a lot, but I really am glad well, she's here. Do it. <laughs> I know. No, <laughs> do it. I know. But, Get her uh, flowers at least once a month. You know, when I see them at the street corner and they're on sale, then I'll, I'll hook it up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thank you for uh, joining me on the podcast. I know you are yeah. hours of uh, difference, but you did it. You're here. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, thank you for sharing your story. And um, like I end every podcast, thank you for writing with yeah. me. Thanks for having me. Go buy your wife some flowers. I Bye. will. I will. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Tire Indie Podcast. You can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean.